This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Some of this stuff is very targeted toward patients with heart failure. I know many in the room don't have heart failure, but actually a lot of these things are good to keep in mind in general. Sodium is, is kind of one of mine and a lot of cardiologists' biggest pet peeves in heart failure just wreaks havoc on the body. It, it, it really causes you to retain extra fluid, leading to that, that swelling, whether it be in the lungs, the legs, uh, whatever. Uh, it also increases the blood pressure, which makes the, the heart have to work harder. So it's really just uh, uh, oftentimes the bane of our existence. And I can't tell you how many times a patient will come into the clinic or the emergency department totally swollen with fluid, and then you find it was you know either some chicken wings or a can of soup or, or, or something that, that they ate a day or two ago and just started retaining fluid ever since then. That said, it's not just heart failure patients, uh, especially if you have high blood pressure, but even just the general population, there's, there's some evidence coming out that just higher sodium diets are linked to death in, in just broad populations, whether it be from stroke or heart disease or something. There's a, there's a good correlation now between uh, dietary sodium intake and bad outcomes. So whether or not you have heart failure, you should, you should uh, uh, pay attention and, and try to incorporate these as best as you can. Um, 2,000 milligrams a day is kind of the, the rough consensus opinion. Different, different societies will have different recommendations, but I think that's, it's not impossibly strict. You know, if you tell a patient, eat 500 milligrams of sodium a day, there's no way they can do it. Um, but, uh, but I think it, it kind of finds an acceptable balance. One teaspoon of salt is 2,300 milligrams of sodium. So it's not, this isn't a lot of salt that I'm, I'm saying you should be eating. So something to keep in mind. Uh, so so it, it, it depends on the chips, but uh, my guess would be at least 400 milligrams or so. Chips are a great source of salt, and, and I mean that in a bad way, of course. That, uh, 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 but we'll, we'll talk about label reading, which is kind of the most important skill you could take for when it uh, comes to diet. Um, a lot of patients say cutting down on salt is really hard at first, but eventually you kind of get used to it. Your taste buds sort of adapt to the lower salt foods. Some patients even say they start to appreciate new flavors that they used to just drown out with salt. So it is doable. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.